Hello, this is Will Hardy with Man Talk Radio. We are all about breaking down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few minutes. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Network podcast. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to Masculine Journey, and we are excited this week. We have a, a first on the show, don't we, Robbie? We have a first this week. Yeah, and it's not even an eve. It's just a first. It's just a first. <laughs> yeah. 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 Andy, do you want to talk about what the first is, or should we keep them in suspense? You, what? That's a, Robbie. Oh, no. well, you don't know how to say? You don't know how to talk? No, he's forgotten. Okay. Cat's got his tongue. Uh, good, so, good. Now you uh, just made it longer than it had to be. I don't yeah. want to be uh, called out like this, so I want okay. to defend myself. Wham, wham, wham. Robbie, <laughs> Robbie usually. <laughs> so we have the honor of Art submitting his first um, topic. Yeah. And I was going to let Robbie say. Well, he was very articulate. <laughs> wherefore art thou oh yeah that when when we always were looking for a topic we were like wherefore art thou but now that he's going to be articulate go ahead yeah so <laughs> Andy way to take that down the rabbit trail we appreciate that yeah yeah it, anytime yeah all you had to do is say yeah art has a topic that's all we had to do I mean to go with that but that's okay you do you it's all right um, so art I'm excited you want to tell us a little bit about your, your topic that you picked for us yeah, I do, and I hope I don't forget how to talk here. But, uh, <laughs> let's see. Well, we were having our uh, when we were having an after after hours meeting, a meeting where we talk about the the next show, and we talk about uh, what's going on with each other. We talk about uh, our relatives, and some of them may be in poor health, or uh, and we pray and we we uh, have a, have a, have a meeting. We are the band of brothers, and. Uh, at times, uh, um, uh, certain ones of us discuss um, problems in relationships with uh, where where they feel that a relative just uh, isn't um, isn't living up to to their expectations of of uh, how they should live their life, and uh, it's um, and we pray about such things and. I don't know. Uh, I thought I thought when we were talking about that, it would be a good uh, topic for a radio show. For uh, we could uh, we could share these kind of views with uh, with the the listening audience there. Uh, but mainly, uh, the thing that comes to me sometimes is to say uh, to one of my brothers, uh, "Don't don't be too hard on yourself. It's not." Uh, you know, any one thing you did or didn't do in the relationship or there's no one thing you right way or wrong way that you can you can repair things. Uh, so um, and I do have a voice, uh, a verse mm -hmm. to read. It is uh, Proverbs three, five 
It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. So that's that's good. That's good. So, you know, the, the uh, thank you, Art. That was very good. The the the, the to take the, the topic and reduce it down to something really small is when loved ones disappoint. Right. That's kind of what, what he threw out last week. And, and so he did a very good job of, of explaining what all that is. But I think it's something that we've all been through. Right. If you haven't, then how have you not gone through it? Right. I mean, obviously, at some point you've gone had to go through that. And so that does get us to our first clip, which is about just uh, people in general. It's not necessarily about a specific person. It's not a specific relationship between two people, but it's about a relationship that happens, unfortunately, way too often in our society, around our, not just our country, but around the world. It's, I mean, it's just kind of an, as he says here, epidemic. Yeah. Uh, this is from Last Man Standing, and Mike on the show, he does his vlog, so he always has very controversial topics, and this is a... This is not short of any controversy for sure because it's like how how would you call people out and you know say stuff? He gets very uh, overt about calling people out and how they're behaving, and then also in the clip, you know, thanks to Keith, he had to cut it so it was actually clean enough to be be on the air yeah, uh, because yeah. there's a few things in there. So I appreciate you, Keith. Uh, but I think the uh, <laughs> it. I think if we just play it, it kind of speaks for itself, and then we can kind of probably talk on the backside. Yeah, and you knew I was going to say something about Keith having to edit it. So <laughs> yeah. you just threw it in there. Just, yeah, I got it. We'll play it. Hey, Mike Baxter here for Outdoor Man. I want to talk to you today about an epidemic sweeping this country. And I don't mean the One Direction infection. <laughs> I'm talking about dads who've abandoned their kids. Really, calling you dads is way too generous. You came to the party but didn't stick around to clean up the mess. That's right. Your kid's a mess, and it's your fault. Boys from fatherless homes are more likely to drop out of school, use drugs, and not send you an ugly tie on Father's Day. They need dads, dads to teach them how to be men. Stuff like throwing a ball, shaving correctly, giving a firm handshake, and the most important lesson, show up. Running out on your son is a slap in the face to all men, especially men who never had a chance to raise one. Curious, six of our last eight presidents only had daughters. Maybe it's something about powerful, successful men. Did I mention that I have three daughters? <laughs> One more than Obama. But you absentee fathers still have time to make things right. Come down to Outdoor Man for the Deadbeat Dad Day. Show us the court order you're in violation of, and we'll give you 15% off and a kick in the <laughs> Throw that in for free. Buy a fishing pole, take him fishing. Buy him a tent, take him camping. Buy a boat because we need to sell some boats. <laughs> Maybe one day your son will invite you to his high school graduation. You might have to wear an ugly tie, but you'll wear it proudly because you earned it. And that's the biggest thing is go earn it. Be involved. Be in the life. We, the more that uh, men get a pass on just walking out of their family's lives, no matter what the situation is, is never acceptable. And for our society just to keep saying that, yeah, it's okay, you, you're, it's hard, or this or that, or whatever the situation is, and you're man enough to create the child, and you, you should be man enough to raise the child and stick in the battle. So that was when I was listening to this, because I didn't go there looking for specifically for this clip. I just went to Last Man Standing because I knew there was all a kind of family 
things going on and there's always disappointment in them yelling at each other because the other topic we had, you know, recently we talked about expectations and then Darren's clip on that that he sent to us, I thought, you know, that and agreements, you know, make an agreement, this is what we're going to agree to do is a very outstanding way to start to look at that is don't just have an expectation, but then agree with the person on what everybody's going to do in that situation. So you're not running around expecting one thing because that's how disappointment really comes from loved ones is I expect things out of people that they can't deliver. And I know I'm guilty of that. It's really easy for those that are closest to me to have expectations above and beyond what they can ever deliver. They have to do things for me or make things right for me instead of me just going, Hey, I'm just happy to be with you. I'm just happy to be with you for you and relax in those situations. Just be able to live instead. No, I got to have this. I got to have that. I make all kinds of expectations on people. And then what's going to happen is we're going to disappoint because I've set up unrealistic expectations. And that's where we've talked before. If we can come into the situation and just have a realistic expectation. I love the, the Proverbs quote too, because lean not on my own understanding. I, I have to say that to myself quite a bit because next thing you know, I'm down the road. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I realize that I, that's exactly what I'm doing. And I have to pull back out of the situation and get a, get a view of it from a broader spectrum and say, okay, where am I at in this? What am I doing? And reflect on my own actions and start to change those first before I can even ever expect anybody else to change theirs. Yeah, right now, I was glad that we use this clip first from the standpoint that I think what we'll talk about today as we go through this topic is, you know, a lot of things can be cleared up with better expectations. A lot of things can be cleared up with agreements, All right? We're going to hear that in some of the clips, but then some things, that's not the case. You know, in, in Tim's, you know, vlog there as he's talking through that, you know, there's no expectation there other than dad's going to be around, which anyone would, would kind of have. Right. You know, we'll have another clip later on where we, we'd kind of dig into that a little bit more. You know, there may be more to the story, but, you know, some things there's just not an expectation for. You shouldn't set yourself with an expectation. Well, you know, it, this is OK on certain things just because it always happens. You know, you have to be able to rise to that with God and say, OK, how do I address this? Well, yeah, if we're not walking with God and things and where we what what is his expectations for us? We come up, fill it in with our own, and what are we going to do? We're going to fall way short. Our expectations will be very low, and then we even usually fall short of our own expectations. So it's just a never-ending spiral down where if you're constantly looking up, looking vertical, and you're saying, God, where should I be? And I'm striving, I'm striving, and I'm, I have that in my mind, lean not on my own understanding again. You're, you're going to, okay, what does God want for me? So you're working up, up, up the ladder instead of sliding down the slope. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and try to get another clip in here. It's, it's mine. I'm going to go ahead and play it because and then we, if we have to, we'll come back and talk about it. It's a shorter clip, but it's also kind of the opposite side of what we just talked about. And so in this scene, you have a, a daughter and a dad that's at a restaurant. She's there. He's a failing. His eyesight's failing. He's a baseball scout, and she's there to help him. And that's all he wants to really talk about is baseball, but she wants to talk about the relationship. And so we're going to listen to that, and we'll come back and talk about it. Do you know what um, therapy is? What? Therapy. I've been going since college. It's a long time. Just needed to talk to someone to help me deal with why you left me. 
I say something wrong here? I needed to um, understand why after mom died you took a six-year-old to live with an uncle that she barely knew and you left her there for a year and you didn't even call, not once. We came here to watch baseball. We didn't come here to talk. I know. Everything is okay as long as we don't talk, but there's there's no TV and there's no game on, so it's just you and me, so I... I need to check here. And then you did it again. I had you until I was 13, until you sent me away to boarding school, and then nothing. And you were gone. Middle school, high school, college, nothing. And for a long time, I thought that I had done something wrong, and that's why you left. But then I figured out that's just how you wanted it. And so I acted like it was okay because I didn't want you to know how bad it hurt. It's not the time or the place to be talking about Are you kidding? There's never a time or place. What are you doing anyway? Why did you start all this? You're amazing. Well, we'll come back and talk about that clip after the break. How did uh, God remind you who you were at boot camp? Oh, in so many different ways. From beginning to end, you better expect God to show up because he's going to show up. If you give him the time, he's going to show up big at this boot camp. It's so important to me that I'm going to drive 550 miles to get there. You can spend three days laughing with your brothers fishing, shooting, it don't get no better than that. And then you're given time to spend time with God, and He will talk to you. With the brothers, friends, the things that you're taught, and the things that you think about. Just amazing experience all the way around. It is a tight bond of men, everybody's the same, and each and every time that I've come to boot camp, I've learned something different. And not one man that's ever been there neglects not to take time out to talk or to share. It's serious business, and you need to come one time and break bread with the men and fellowship. Feel the atmosphere, hear the people pray, and get down to earth about what's going on in life and get real. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. So, Andy, that was your bump. Yeah, right left lifting. That, that, was, a, well, that was a much better bump than we've experienced in the most recent weeks. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I've always liked Journey and liked that song, but when you half the time you, I, I'm bad about I like the music and stuff, and I hear some of the words, but I hadn't really looked at the lyrics and it's it's two people you know who can't seem to get it together and you know there's disappointment on both sides and then it's like which one's hurting more is almost what comes out of that song but yeah uh, it's a better it's not a bad bump I guess. yeah it's a pretty good bump yeah i just wonder if jim would have been singing it if he was here <laughs> we do miss jim you know we do not singing back in on the break but we do miss jim and so he's not with us this week harold's not with us this week and so uh um, missing those guys, missing Wayne. Wayne yeah. yeah, is that everybody? I think it's everybody. 
Yeah, that's everybody. Yeah. Well, going back to the clips that we played before the break, if you were with us then, if not, you'll have to go back and listen to it. But we had two versions of, to some degree, deadbeat dads, right? You had uh, Tim, uh, what's his, the t- it's not the tool man, that's the old Mike. show. Mike, Mike Baxter. Mike Baxter. Yeah, Baxter. I keep saying Tim, but yeah. It's, yeah. I know Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim, Tim Allen, man, Mike yeah. Baxter. And, and he's very right on, on his um, takeoff, you know, his uh, whatever you want to call that. Beat down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't think of the words. The beat down of the fatherless society that we have and, and how prevalent it is. Yeah. You know, and then, then the second clip was from a movie called Trouble with the Curve. And it's one of those movies, if you think it's about baseball, you're missing the point. Right. Yeah, there's baseball in the whole movie, but it's nothing to do with baseball. It's about a father and daughter's relationship, you know, and, and how she kind of finds her voice with her dad. And that's what we heard in that clip as she starts to speak a little bit of the things that she's not been able to really say to him over the years. You know, and if you watch that movie, it's got a lot of language in it. It's a Clint Eastwood movie, so of course it has a lot of language in it, but it has some really good points. But what you see is that this conversation is difficult as it was for both of them, is what leads later to their breakthrough. You know, there's sometimes you got to enter into difficult conversations in order to achieve the breakthrough that you want to have. You know, yes, she was very direct, but in a lot of ways it didn't feel attacking. It was more just question. You know, why, this is how I see it. Why did this happen? You know, and he's not in a place to really respond to it and wants to do anything he can, get the check, get out of there, you know, why are you doing this to me kind of thing. But it, there's something in him that's, that's laid down that causes him to really think about and go back to why things really happened to where they could really reach a different understanding later in the movie, right? And they could start to develop a healthy relationship, right? And so part of that is, you know, it's never too late, regardless of the story, right? That there's opportunity as long as God's involved in it and you're letting him lead it. Because what we'll find is if he doesn't lead it, it's probably not going to end up very well, no matter what you try to do. You know, you can try the, the 10 steps of this or the five steps of agreement or whatever it's going to be, but if God's not leading the way, man, it's going to be a tough road. And it ha- there has to be truth. You can't yeah. just keep talking around the situation. Eventually, you're going to have to say the words that have to be said. And that's what I love about your clip is that she said the words that had to be said, and she held them in, she held them in, she held them in, which I'm a reflection of that. And then eventually you say them. And I thought she delivered it about as softly as you're going to deliver something that harsh. Mm-hmm. But that, like you said, is something that leads to the next step. You're not trying to get someone all the way from where they're at to all the way to perfect. It's just, no, I need you moving in the right direction. So just start the conversation. But that truth and love is not the easiest thing, but you have to have truth. Yeah, in, in her eyes, he was a deadbeat dad, and he definitely fit that that description. But when you learn the rest of the story you can at least understand why he did what he did. Now, whether he should have done it is another question, right? That's, that's not what I'm discussing. I'm just saying, you know, there's always more to the story than what you know, right? And, and having the ears to hear the other side of the story is pretty key, which gives us, gets us to our uplifting clip from you, uh, Andy. You know, I was going to play Robbie's <laughs> clip, but you asked to get in this first, right. this first uh, thing, and so I'm going to go ahead and play yours. This is, this is a tough clip to listen to. It is. It is. And, um, you know, it is intense. Sadly, I can say I probably participated in conversation, uh, arguments, whatever, like this. Um, you see two people trying to convey their needs and the expectations they had and the disappointments and how it escalated. And um, 
you know, there's some of my life. I mean, I think I was probably the one that disappointed a lot more than I was disappointed. But uh, a lot of it gets to to the brokenness that we bring and the the pride and things that we get into and uh, in our lives to where we just don't want to give up our way. You know, you don't see it my way. I don't see it your way. And there's a lot of go uh, factors into that whole disappointment. Instead of t- seeing two people really trying to love each other, um, uh, and and really hear the other one out, there's it's just a, you can just t- tell there's friction here. So this is from the breakup, and you got Gary and Brooke having an argument, and it escalates to where they enter the breakup. Deserve this. Deserve this. Oh, something's not playing right. So let me try this again. Andy, keep talking. Okay, Sam, make this work. Deserve this. <laughs> oh, it's not working. Let me try that. Come on, you knew I was working today and I made that meal and you could have thought to yourself, you know, you could have said, you know, I, I'm not, I think I'm going to get Brooke some flowers. You said on our very first date that you don't like flowers, that they're a waste of money. Every girl likes flowers, Gary. You say that you don't like flowers. I'm supposed to take that to mean that you do like flowers? No, this is not about, you're not, you're not, you're, you're, that you're not getting it. You're not getting this, Gary. Okay, it's not about the lemons. It's not about the flowers. It's not about the dishes. It's just, um, how many times do I have to drop hints about the ballet? You know I can't stay. Brooke, come here. We talked about the ballet. I hate the ballet. You got a bunch of dudes in tights flopping around for three hours. It's like a medieval techno show. It's a nightmare. I sit there in a sweat. The whole thing. I do it. One on one. That's a nightmare going to end. Go to a ballet. It's not about you loving the ballet, Gary. It's about the person that you love loves the ballet, and you want to spend time with that person. Not when they're at the ballet. Okay, forget the ballet. Forget the ballet. We don't go anywhere together. We just went to Ann Arbor together. To Ann Arbor. To the Michigan Notre Dame game. You said... You think screaming drunk kids and leprechauns doing backflips, that's fun. That's fun for me. Come on, man. I did that for you. What do you, how do you show up for me? I'm up on the bus every day Come for you. Come on. You... So I can make enough money to support both of us, and hopefully you won't have to work one day. I want to work. All I ask, Brooke, is that you show a little bit of appreciation that I just get 20 minutes to relax when I come home instead of being attacked with questions and nag the whole thing. You think that I nag you? That's all you do! All you do is nag me! The bathroom's a mess. Your belt doesn't match. Hey, Gary, you should probably go work out. Nothing I ever do is ever good enough. I just want to be left alone. Really? Is that what you want, Gary? Is that what you want? Yeah. That's what you want? Yeah. Fine, great, do whatever you want. You leave your socks all over this house, dress like a pig, play your stupid video game. I don't care, I'm done. What? I am done! I don't deserve this. I really do not deserve this. Well, wasn't that just a bouquet of roses there? I mean, it was intense. And, um, but again, you know, either that happens in today's society. I think, um, you have people again with two different motives. You know, a lot of times we're just not, uh, we're not really skilled in, in the art of, of the heart and, and how we interact and relate with people. And it comes out whether it's fathering our children whether it's being a friend um, or whether it's a marriage relationship, that those things came out, and we have a tendency to disappoint. And again, th- that that relationship got disrupted, and a lot of times it takes the disruption for people to go back and look inside. What's inside? What's causing this? Do I need you know Jesus? Jesus, what am I doing here? What have I done wrong? And you know, obviously that's. You know, relationship is really what got me to to get into this message is just uh, to f- understand the heart more. So, 
Yeah, I think when you're listening to that clip, you definitely, when you've been through it, yep. <laughs> you know, and, and I've been through it um, too many times, you know, in the past, mm-hmm. but you can hear the enemy whispering. She always does that. Yeah. He never does that. Right. You know, and, and they don't actually say that, I don't think, in the clip, which mm-hmm. is surprising. Uh, they don't, I don't think they use always and never, not much, a little bit. He yeah. does a couple of times. You always nag. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You always yeah, nag. Yeah. Yeah. But the, you get the enemy right in the mid, mid, middle of that, just egging them on, yeah. you know, just trying to feed the fire. Yeah. Definitely agreements there for yeah. sure. And, um, yeah, but, um, the, uh, the, uh, it's usually a disruption in those relationships that get us to go d- deeper, but there's definitely agreements and a lot of brokenness there. Yeah, relationships will will drive you to God. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, everything should at yeah, some point, right? right? It, it, if you don't do it right, and right. it's going to lead you there either way. You know, you need to be there. Yep. Uh, David, do you have any thoughts on this topic? Well, you you said relationships will drive you to God. So, thirteen year old daughters, um, <laughs> along yeah. along with that, I know um, recently, you know, looking back at, at previous shows and listening to them because you know I do listen to previous shows, Sam. Yeah, unlike uh, somebody. But, yeah, I've listened to all but one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> There's, yeah, I can't. I, I think there's some disappointment there, David. Right? There, there's definitely, and I'm still working through how how I deal with that disappointment with somebody I love. So, yeah, you know, well, well, hopefully, the show will help you. I'm, I'm, I'm L- listen in. I'm hoping, but but looking back at at the show, something that Robbie said, talking about how when you know, for instance, with my daughter uh, dealing with her saying, you know, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, but I still love you. You know, dealing with disappointment at this season of my life is totally different than how to deal dealt with disappointment, you know, a year or two years ago. I mean, I would have flown off the handle and lost it. I'm still dealing with some negativity and that that's something I'm still working on with God through on some of this. But, you know, right now I'm really dealing with disappointment from the ones I love with still showing them that I love them and still working through that regardless of, of you know, of how, how the, the enemy whispers in their ear or whispers in my ear of what's going on. Yeah. I think there are certain things that do get easier with age. You know, I mean, I mean, I know you just turned 40 not long ago and you weren't real happy about that. But one of the, the good things about, you know, getting older is, you know, you get those life A-A-R-P. experiences. Yeah, that, you know, you get cheap coffee. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it, you get those life experiences behind you and you start to realize that, okay, you know, I, I'm going to let this weather for a while. Or you, you just get these experiences mm-hmm. to draw off of. Uh, the difficult thing with that clip is that you got two what I call right fighters, right? Mm -hmm. They're both trying to be right rather than one of them dying to themselves, right? And Mm -hmm. say, wow, you know, how does this look like from her point of view or his point of view? Whichever one wants to die first is going to have a shot at that. Thank you. That's a great point, Robbie. And and they definitely were not wanting to listen, Mm -hmm. right? They were listening, they weren't hearing. And we'll talk more about that. There is so much more on this topic we're going to talk about in the after hours and different aspects of it. Please join us for that. Go to masculinejourney.org for any upcoming events that we may have. We do have a boot camp coming up. Soon we'll have an entrenchment and something this summer that'll be really cool. We'll talk about more later on. We'll talk with you next week. This is the Truth Network.